We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional all right guys remember the days when you were always ready to go well now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed listen up bluechew.com it's our sponsor that everyone loves to hear about bluechew.com that's blue like the color blue bluechew brings you the first chewable with the same fda approved active ingredients as viagra and cialis so you know they work you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach and since they are chewable they work up to twice as fast as the pill so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises <laughs> if you could benefit from the extra function and more confidence where it counts blue chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They are made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your final or first shipment free when you use special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that is B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code ARMCHAIR to try it free blue chew is the better cheaper faster choice and we thank them for sponsoring the ain't no seats podcast sure and doer baby as a true football fan you already know just as sure as the seasons change tom brady will keep the patriots in the game sure will not Uh he stinks they need to update this ad read that guy stinks Every weekend, our favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test, so why aren't you doing the same? We're almost halfway through. Well, we are halfway through the NFL season, so now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with our guys over at MyBookie. MyBookie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets on any sports book. People forget, AB, I lost 27 of 30 bets. That's tough. Yeah, uh, so MyBookie, feel free to just give me some money. Just give me some money. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. 
pick your locks for the week, put them together in one parlay bet, and then they all come through. The rewards will be huge. Tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain? My bookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back on the game. Best part is, if you join my bookie, it will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put in a thousand, they'll give you a thousand. That's double your initial deposit. You can use all on your favorite picks. Use promo code chair to activate the offer. That's promo code chair to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in ten seconds. Unbelievable. He throws. Got Myers. And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. Hey folks, what's good? Welcome back. Episode 39. From the Utah Jazz. Number 39, Greg Ostertag. Wow, that's a good one. Thank you. It's a lot better than Derek Fisher and Kwame Brown. You know what? We're going to get back to KU players next episode. Uh, And while they're in Lawrence. Yes, we need Greg on the pod. I think he's like tweeted that he'd come on, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, so we'll make it work. We need him on. B-Turn again on the phone. How you doing, B-Turn? I'm good, fellas. How are we doing? We're good. We're good. You got like some studying or something to do? It sounds awful. Oh yeah, taking finals. I'm the best student in the world. So, <laughs> yep, that sounds horrible. Um, all right. Well, I don't think we have like a super long, super detailed episode like we did. I mean, Maui. We had a lot to break down. That was really fun. The Hawks took what felt like a year off between the Maui and Colorado. It's the Bill self break. It well <laughs> get get good for a week and a half. But see, bang. actually, it's funny you bring that up because don't we normally have the bill self break like in December? Like yeah, it did feel de- early. And I think we're gonna get two bill self breaks. So two bill self breaks makes maybe this the best team of all time. Maybe yeah, <laughs> people I, are I saying. Think, I think it is. We play UMKC on Saturday, then we don't play again until at Villanova the following. We play Saturday. three straight Saturday. I hate this non-conference schedule. We took a year and a half <laughs> off between Dayton. <laughs> In the Colorado, we then uh, we get this game Tuesday. Then we play Saturday. Get a week off Saturday. Get a week off Saturday. Sunday. No, it's Sunday. <laughs> Who is scheduling this? Well, Christmas is in between. It's kind of <laughs> tough because Christmas is like a Tuesday or Wednesday this year, so we can't really. You know. I mean, folks, I need weekday basketball. I need to go to work, mm-hmm. and I need to look forward to going to the game. The best part about it is after that Sunday game, we don't play again until the following Saturday. <laughs> I mean, who? in charge i feel so loud on this mic and i apologize to folks in your car but that's absurd um (laughs) i need to talk to whoever's in charge of that because that's flat out ridiculous and that's never happened we literally go a full month without a day we go from so tomorrow we play december 10th and then we don't play another day game basketball till wednesday january 8th (laughs) that's tough that's tough that's the dumbest it really felt like forever since we played in now it was insane it yeah, I mean, it was awful. Like, we leave Maui, we have all this momentum, we feel like we're the best squad in the country, and then, like, Saturday, I'm like, who are these guys? Like, well, I who could, are these guys? I couldn't even, I don't know. It just sucked. But, I mean, I agree. To go back to what AB started by saying is, like, it feels like when Bill gets time to really put these guys to practice and dedicate practicing and let guys like Dot, who are going to play 40 minutes a game, kind of 
I don't know, somewhat rest. That's good. It's kind of good. That Interesting. Good. That you good. know by the end of the year, like, we're going to be using this as, like, a reason for why we're going to go deep. We're going to be like, all right, guys, the bracket's out. Remember back in the uh, non-con when we had all those weeks off to like practice? Four games in a whole month. That We're going to the Final Four. Like, we always talk ourselves oh. into weird things like that. Um, but, yes, let's just get into it. We wait that whole time. Colorado comes into Allen Fieldhouse, coached by old Tad Boyle, former Jayhawk, and I don't know. I really wasn't worried about Colorado. I think I took us to cover. I they were ranked twentieth. They had a fast point guard, but guess what? So do we, and ours is better. They had an athletic four man, Tyler Bay. Is that his name? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, Wait, did you hit a bet? What? Did you hit a bet? No, I just did it for our competition that you didn't get in <laughs> oh. on time, so it's waived, of course. Dude, I went. what is up with the service in that building? Yeah, I don't know. My it's so my personal phone doesn't work. I've now just started bringing my work phone every week, and it's incredible. I get the best service of all time. It's a life. I love how, you, how depressed you sounded when I asked if you hit a bet. <laughs> I, I, no. I did. The Shout out to the Furman. They had the most wild freaking yeah. uh, mascot of all time. But, uh, I mean, you finally hit a bet, and then, then you retired? Like, that was what was crazy. <laughs> I had to you stop. You lost 27 of 29, and I was, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I hit one. Got to get out now. I was only betting for, like, just, like, the content of it. Like, I just had to keep oh, betting yeah. because people kept That's being like, are you going to keep losing? Like, we had to see how long it could go. Yeah, well, shout out to the guy on Twitter that said you just need to bet locks. Oh, my God. I <laughs> doubt that kid's listening. Like, he's a nice guy. Some kid had the uh, – some guy, I know him. He had the audacity to tweet at me, dude, why don't you just bet locks? You need to bet some locks. <laughs> so hey, Garrett, if I could bet locks, that's all I would do. That's, I think that's I, all everyone would we all agree when we bet, we think they're locks? Like every uh, time we bet, yeah. we think they're locks. Yeah, B-Turn never places a bet that he does not think is going to win. Until the final 10 seconds of the game, B-Turn thinks there's a chance. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a lock all the time. And was for he, that kid to think I'm just like, you know what, this one's a lock, but I'm going to go with this one that's, eh, I'm kind of iffy on. Was we'll he, go with that. Was he telling you to, like, lay, like, minus 800 juice on, like, a KU money line at home or <laughs> something? I would have a thousand percent lost. <laughs> yeah. If you would have bet KU on Saturday, Colorado goes in and wins. Shit pumps us. Yeah. That's like the Virginia thing. I couldn't – I. Or no, well, yeah, I mean, I bet Virginia they lost by 30. I bet North Carolina they lost by 30. I In bet Michigan fairness, State they lost by 30. Those were square picks. <laughs> Virginia, <laughs> was. From the start. Virginia was square, but uh, North Carolina was fine. Well, well, now we know Ohio State's the best team in the country in they both might sports. Be. So they that's, that's awesome, the fucking cowards they are. How <laughs> 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 triggered were you in the group message this weekend? Not as triggered as you apparently went to Ohio State University. <laughs> what is your – you were so mad they got moved to two? No, I wasn't. I just – I don't get why LSU – they didn't just keep LSU at one the whole I year. Mean, B- like, yeah, I mean, B-Turn is really, really weird that they keep going back and forth with it. I think B-Turn's argument is more that the rankings just mean nothing until this final week, which I, yeah. I think we all kind of know, but I don't know. It's just dumb. Like, Clemson wasn't in the first college football – Rankings Which, like, by the way, we knew that was a joke. Clemson's gonna win the title. Clemson being at five. If you guys didn't hammer Clemson minus thirty-two and a half that that week after they saw they were fifth, <laughs> oh. that's on you. Thanks guys. for that lock. I, a month later, <laughs> Garrett, <laughs> just bet the locks, dude. Come on. He did say lock of the week that week on Clemson. Mm-hmm. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. you want to know what else AB's been locking in? Oklahoma State, and you want to hear their last two results? You know what? 
I don't want to hear this because <laughs> you guys make it out to be like I am an Oklahoma State cowboy. Like I'm Boone Pickens over here. And just, this man said, guys, Boone Pickens. <laughs> this guy, RIP. This guy said, free pick. Georgetown versus Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State just beat Ole Miss by 40. Their easiest money you'll ever make. Georgetown, after three dudes got arrested, kicked off the team, <laughs> Georgetown wins. Then he says they got a good game against Wichita State. I said, AB, if they can win two of those games, I'll buy in. Wichita State murders them, 80-61. to 61. And they go to Houston next. They're going to lose all Quentin three. Grimes. They really <laughs> They're are. They're going to lose all three. They Quentin sure Grimes are. is going to give them a 50-burger. So, tough. <laughs> For the fighting Mike Boynton's that AB loves. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that, the Colorado game, like you said, I wasn't really that worried about him either. I feel like most of the fan base wasn't. Like, they just felt kind of like a boring team, and we were at home, and we'd been off for so long that you felt like we'd come ready to go. And I feel like, I mean, obviously we dominated for 40 minutes. It was weird. It It was like a weird dominate. It wasn't like a holy shit, this team is blowing me away. We're so good. This is crazy. It was just kind of like, we're re- you're not going to score on us. Tyler Bay couldn't do sh- Marcus Garrett, I know we say it every episode. He's unreal. He does it to He's a different best. guy. Like, He's the best. Doesn't matter who he guards. He could guard freaking Shaq. He could guard Tyler Bay. He could guard a point guard. Like, he, oh my God, he's incredible. I couldn't believe Tyler when Bay I. Took, Tyler Bay took three shots the whole night. I, I know, know he got hurt, but. Yeah, he I mean, five points. He had some rebounds, but I mean, people are considering considering him one of the best players in the country, and he gets up three shots in twenty five minutes. Yeah, that's insane. Because yeah, I mean, he is their guy. Like, I don't, I don't know what he was averaging coming into that game, but I know he was for sure the. I mean, he was averaging thirteen and twelve. So, yeah, athletic, you're not going to get that on three shots. Yeah, no, crazy. Marcus just, and I, I mean, yeah. I'm obsessed with watching like. He gets his hands on so many absurd like drives. He's the quickest hands ever. I know it's so fun to he watch. Had four steals. He had four steals on Saturday, and I swear it felt like he had like double digit steals. Yeah, it's because like, and I I don't know. It's like he'll get his hand on one that you think's going to be a steal, and then we don't get it, but it still messes up the flow of their offense. Like he just. He's incredible. Um, dot. Uh, were you guys both at the game? I think you yep. guys. Were, okay, so yep. the wild. Yep. I don't know who the head announcer was, but people that watched on TV will remember this. And shout out to my guy Cole. Blame Cole. He texted us this, but so Fran had like a list of all t- like all Bill Self glue guys. Yeah, and it was like Relaford, Landon Lucas, Kevin I Young. I saw the screenshot. Yeah, and <laughs> the main announcer, his response to. Uh, Fran going over that was, and the thing about that list of guys, none of those were the star player on oh, any Bell no. Selfie. And I was like, wait a second, hold on, hold the on. Guy had no idea what no idea what a glue guy meant at all. This guy was yeah. like Kevin Young. I don't yeah, remember I this don't, guy. Who was that? Is that the guy that Trey Burke at the three over? Oh, I don't know. That's tough. That's really tough. Did Fran call him out? I should have. How was Fran? Everyone hates him so I, much. I think he's fine. I've always but he's, been anti-Fran. Kind of annoying hate. little twerp sometimes. He's annoying, but, but like the, I hate when people because people say that about every announcer. Yeah, like oh, like, like Bill Walton, the most yeah. electric human on earth, and people hate him. Like Fran like, can't just suck KU off every year. You know? like, right. They won the, they won the uh, conference that he announces for for so long that you got to kind of show other teams love. 
Yeah. yeah. He loves pronouncing people's names. Sviatoslav Mikhailov. broadcast on Yeah, he always makes us say it a little different just so people are like, oh, Fran knows foreign, foreign guys. Yeah, yeah but, foreign Fran. But it's like when Joe Buck during the World Series, when they're like, people were complaining that he was talking about Madison Bumgarner too much. Well, no shit. He was like historic performance. Yeah, he's going to talk about him. Yeah. Like, in, in, like the next year, he called the Royals one of the best teams he's ever seen in his life. I know. So, and it's I, I never really get the announcer hate unless it's Jay Bill is talking about reviews. But like, <laughs> I, like Fran's fine. Joe Buck does all the big games. Exactly. Yeah, there's a, a reason Fran is on almost every KU ESPN game. Like, yeah, and like I think the only weird I don't know, the the weirdest thing about Fran which was like Bruce Weber being like ask Fran. Like yeah. clearly insinuating that like Fran had been like bitching about calls and stuff about KU which yeah. is kind of lame, but yeah, I don't mind Fran. I think the outrage over Fran's exhausting and I just find it kind of annoying. Yeah. But speaking of Bruce Weber, do you guys see Play Hard Chart the other night? I didn't <laughs> see the Play Hard Chart, but I saw that they stink. Dude, they're look they're just not then shouts to like the fans showed out the place was sold out it was packed really they're just not very good this year that's they're really horrible. all there is to it. they can't score they're yeah and Snead are shooting like 20 percent from three yeah maybe it's yeah. it's like really really like they're just not good they, Both they're, those... they're, they're on ken palm right now if you go game to game he has them finishing two and 16 in the big 12 <laughs> i'm not kidding I love that. <laughs> like, if they, and they, like, I'll give them this. Like, going into conference play last year, I know Dean was hurt and he was going to come back and everything's going to be fine. But we were kind of saying the same thing before conference play with them they, last year. Oh, yeah. They and were, then they got really good and just fucking didn't lose, like, yeah. 12 games in a row or whatever it was. But, yeah, I mean, like, the thing, the biggest problem with them is, like, their two best players can't create their own shot. Like, Sneed needs a guy like Barry Brown to drive and dish yep. to him. Same with Giada or whatever the Giada. hell. Giada. And the they, just, King. they don't have Dean Wade, who was really good. So, yeah, they stink. Um, it's fun to see. Hate to yeah, see it, really. really. Do hate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's tough. But back to the Colorado Kansas Jayhawks game. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. We only have one game to talk about. Marcus Garrett was great. We touch on him all the time. Devon, who I thought Devon kind of in the first half. I mean, he only got seven shots up, which I hate. Um, yeah. He kind of didn't be taking more shots than anyone on the team. The man gets to the free throw line, though. Yeah, ten of eleven from the line. Oh, yeah. He's shooting. I mean, that's so it's big. Frank Mason. Like, yeah. He's like. That's what I have yep. written down. He's Frank Mason light. Like, he just does what – he gets five rebounds, five assists, and puts up 15 to 20 points a game. Like, would we all agree yeah. that Dot wasn't that, like, good Saturday? Just kind of – yeah. No. I mean, he just – I don't think so either, and he still had 18, which yeah. kind of blew my mind. I feel like I didn't even realize he had that many. Yeah, 18, 6, and 4, two steals, three turnovers. Wow. Speaking which, of turnovers, seven – or, no, we had 21 as a team. Yeah, yeah we, that's we the, win by if we take care of the ball. I know. And like, and I, I don't want to like harp on a fifteen point win against a top twenty team, but like, that's multiple times this year where turnovers have been an issue. That yeah. it cost mm-hmm. us the Duke game, and like, I, yep, we can beat teams like Colorado at Allen, but when we play a team like oh, yeah. at Baylor or in the Sweet Sixteen on a neutral, like that might cost us a season or a Absolutely. Big Twelve championship. So like, I think we'll get it figured out. Like, we're still trying to play to learn how to play together. It's still December. We still have three Bill Self prep weeks coming up, but, like, <laughs> you know, just, if I was going to harp on anything, it's taking care of the ball. Yeah, and I think in the Duke game, too, as we talked about how, like, how much we turned it over, 
but we still kind of like executed on the offensive end. It kind of yeah. like reminded me of this game on Saturday. It's literally like if we, we still scored when, like when we were in our sets, yeah. even when we were turning it over 20 plus times. If we just allow ourselves to freaking run our sets and run the offense, we're good. It's just, but yeah, I mean, like AB said, if that game last Saturday is played at Colorado, every time we turn the ball over, place goes nuts. Players get affected. They they hit like, a mid court shot at the buzzer after <laughs> yeah. Euro stepping. And, yeah, yeah it's the best. Like the, the Colorado <laughs> players feed off it. Like we lose that game yeah. if we play like, like if that, we do at that at Colorado. Villanova in a couple weeks, we're gonna lose. That's terrifying. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Again, so you kind of look at that two ways. Okay, we're turning the ball over twenty one times. What the hell is going on? But you can also look at it as uh, we turned the ball over twenty one times and thoroughly dominated. Com- Literally from tip off to I mean, finish. We won by fourteen. Yeah, the but game was never close. Yeah. No. The score was closer than like what it Yeah, I mean the walk ons like. yeah. cut it. Typically. I think yeah. Because what we were up twenty or twenty five when you sent that video out of the hum. Yeah. Or twenty one or something like that. Yeah. Four minutes left. Which my bad. I should have thrown that on the pod page. I uh oh, good. <laughs> I it went so the only time they were scoring was at the beginning when Duke was not getting out on that white guy. Yeah, which, I mean, we make the joke all the time, but tall white guys just going. Like, I wonder what prop bets you could get in games to where it's like tall white guy makes first three attempt in Alabama. It always goes Who was that dipshit for uh, Northern Iowa? It was a tank. The left-handed over-looking dude. two threes all year, and he made two that game. Oval something. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Those guys just, I mean. I mean, if there's a white guy on the court, you know what he can do. Connor Ashley. God, I hated him. Brad, I don't think Brad Buckner used to make threes, but he was just still a frustrating white guy. Can Uh, I rant about something about the game? Sure. Not really about the game, but it... ESPN stop scheduling games eleven to one, and then a game at one to three, and a game at three to five, at five to seven. Do fucking like eleven to one fifteen, one fifteen to three thirty. Like I'm sick of watching Maryland and Indiana or Illinois, whoever the hell <laughs> they a played. Good finish though. It was, but I missed the first eight minutes of KU. And tip off was electric. Yeah, it yeah, was a really fun tip. It's just like just give a few extra minutes. Like it's, it's just advertising money, I think. Right? I don't know. Well, would it I don't be? Know. And I if the know. game ends in two hours, then just go to it's studio getting for as many minutes. games in as possible. I don't know. Uh, if they start thirty minutes earlier, just push game. I don't know. But for all of you that missed tip off, like AB, they played Pursuit of Happiness, like party remix oh, instrumental. Oh, it was electric. I might close the show tonight. Maybe. Yeah, place was. It was yeah, I, I, when I walked in. About the- Go ahead. Everything about the pregame shit like gave me goosebumps. I feel like yeah, like I don't know how like to explain them, like, this. Cheering for Tad Boyle and stuff, and yeah, music it, and just the videos. It's weird. I don't know how to explain it, but there's like this certain sound that Allen Fieldhouse makes when you walk into a game that just has like a different feel to it. And I don't know if it's it's like a like I always say it's a buzz, but it's like it literally is like a buzz. You walk it's in. Something. It's it's like I think that so many students and so many people are there that everyone's like I might sound stupid, but like everyone's like talking. Like there's just so many people there and everyone's talking and exciting and you can just kind of feel the buzz and you're like, Okay, place is gonna be electric tonight. It just doesn't feel the same all like Tuesday night it will not feel like that. Absolutely not. Maybe it's because not everyone gets there on time and all this stuff. Colorado was packed twenty, fifteen minutes before tip. So like I don't know. I was super excited for the game. It wasn't that fun of a game as we've established, but it was also like we just dominated, and that's fun to dominate. So, how were the videos? Did they get you a pre-tip, or was it bam? Oh yeah, bam? we got a Maui recap video, which was really, uh, really good. That transitioned into yeah. a Here Come the Hawks. I love Here Come I love the a Hawks. good Here oh, Come the Hawks, boy. and they they do the aerial camera of the players <laughs> uh-huh. in the tunnel. It's like <clears throat> man, that's good. Um, they did yeah, do the pregame shit. There makes you feel 
some type of way, dude. <laughs> Once the 12 minutes hit and they start the alma mater and rock shock, then you're just like, all right, it's game time. The, yeah, We're the, ready to go. The pre-tip video. See, last year I had some beef. Oh, I thought boy. we did a lot of like just rock and roll, like cheesy edits where like fires coming off the basketball mm-hmm. and like our players look like superheroes. And it was just like, all right, guys, relax a little bit. Last <laughs> night they went back to the old like hip hop beat with just good edits and then transitioning into Pursuit of Happiness, like, remix was amazing. I'm going to find the video. There's one account on YouTube that literally just their whole YouTube account is putting the intros to KU games. I think it's, like, College Hoops videos No, or no, that's, that's one for late night, <laughs> yeah. College Hoops hits. This yeah, one is just, like, a guy. KU fan, and they just do, like, all the big KU games. And it's, like, that's where I got that one from uh, KUOU with the hum. Like, they got all of them from the same angle. It's the best. Yeah, that... It's just different. That extra video we get is just, oh, it adds so much to that tip off. And I don't care what K State fans say, where it's like, oh, it's just speakers. I don't care. Speakers it's are fucking loud. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's what I like. The hum video you posted the other night was like, it was dead in there. And then <laughs> yeah. the hum came on and everyone stood up. Literally, and everyone jumping shit. around going the absolutely nuts. But, um, okay. Quick question AB. How many points do you think Marcus Garrett scored? Not a lot because I had him as leading scorer. I think it was two or four, right? <laughs> yeah, he only scored four. And none of us are mad. That's what I love about this team. Yeah. Like, we've got so many guys that can go out and get buckets. Doc got 18. We'll get to Ochai because I think we got to talk a lot about Ochai. Yudoka had just another solid 12, which actually looking at this, David McCormick starts the game. Oh, my God. I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Three mid-range jumpers just busting the zone like he's freaking I – don't even, I don't even know. Who does – like – Who's his NBA comparison when he's shooting like that? Because it's, an, I mean, I love it. I don't want that to be our offense, but if he's going to make it like that, then maybe it needs to be. Let's do it. I'm in. If he if he can hit him, people around me, people around me that were screaming no when he shot those first yeah. two, and they went in. It's just so funny, like seeing him in the middle of the zone. Like a few years ago, we'd always start four guards, and like Legarrette would be in the middle, or someone like that. That Washington game. The we always oh, talk about Legarrette in the middle of the zone against Washington was <laughs> he, had, he had twenty five and was the worst player on the court. He just kept missing points, <laughs> but he he made a bunch because he shot fifty times. It was a JV women's basketball game. That was that's the only way to explain it. It yeah. was insane and it worked. And it was wild because it it literally worked for us every time. And yeah. Washington knew it. Like they they saw, but they let. Let's keep doing it. He was because like, he couldn't make the. Bunny. He had like layups, and he would yeah. just shoot them left-handed. Like he'd do it left-handed was, floaters. It I was, was sitting behind the basket for that game <laughs> at Sprint Center, and I was like, "Hold on, what is happening? Like, there's no way you're missing these this bad." Yeah, this it was times. weird, and I thought that was how <laughs> the game uh, Saturday was going to be. I thought we were just going to watch Big Dave take thirty <laughs> mid-range jumpers. I loved the mid-range jumpers because he did like a – you know how a guy gets hot from three, you come down the court, and it's just no one cares if he chucks again, even if it's a bad shot, because it's a heat check. Mm-hmm. Big Dave did a heat check mid-range jumper in the middle of his zone. I thought it was the funniest thing. <laughs> I it And it all goes back to the Kentucky game where he took that absurd jumper last year. Oh where la- Now anytime Dave shoots, I laugh. Um, but he's honestly making it. I'd love to see what his percentage is on like – Mid-range, mid-range jumpers yeah. it's well, probably not bad one thing i'd never yeah, like to see again yeah one thing i'd never like to see again is <laughs> i tweeted this too 
But Doak tried this, like, dribble, lower his shoulder hook shot from, like, 10 feet, and then he just started at the three-point line. Randy Johnson did off the backboard. I mean, it wasn't close. Started his post, like, got the post-entry pass, like, with a foot on the three-point line and just took off for the middle I of the lane. it was wild. <laughs> yeah, Doak's... He knew he was going to try to score, too, right when he caught it. He just started backing him down. <laughs> Not a per- no chance anyone was touching no. that ball besides Doak. Like, he sometimes <laughs> just gets that look in his eye. Um, but Doak's a casual... Guess what? That was the only shot he missed all game. Casual. Okay. Six yeah. of seven. But... 0-4 from the free throw line. Do you remember what I said last episode where I said he might not make another free throw till January? That's officially on the We clock. only have four games. I so. know. 0-4, he could easily go 0-4 until January, and that would I'd feel pretty bad about that <laughs> if that happened. Uh, but, yeah, Doke gets 12-6. and six. I'd like to see him get a little more rebounds than that. Marcus did his thing. Let's talk Ochai. Yeah, Doke's been, Doke's been really good at just catching it and going up lately. I feel like. The one thing that like frustrates KU fans, or at least me, is when he'll catch it and bring it down and guards rip it from him, or he just yeah. takes his time and travels. But he's literally just catching it and dunking on people, which you should do to everyone in the country. <laughs> yeah, I know. He had one where like he like almost caught it up and then like dunked without even really jumping, and it was like he should just do that every time. That looked really easy. Every single time. How about that tip dunk he had? Yes. He never dunks one-handed. Like, I was shocked by that, and that was – we need him to do stuff. Like, that's more where, like, I feel like he could become a better rebounder if he was, like, going up and getting stuff that high. Like, just jump higher than everyone. You're athletic. Yep. You're taller. Go get things like that more often. Like, that was some T-Rob type shit, and I loved it. So, yes, Udoga, Dot, we all kind of got, you know, what we're going to get out of those guys – but I would say the main storyline or the main takeaway from the Colorado game, outside of our defense being absurd, was our guy Ochai Abachi jumped to number two in NBA uh, lottery. <laughs> Shut up. But no, like jaw jokes aside, before the year, this is kind of what we expected from Ochai, right? Yep, I mean, for sure. Yeah, four or six from three doesn't seem realistic, and twelve boards doesn't seem realistic. But someone's got to get him. But Jesus. Yeah. Can you imagine if that dude averaged like eight and nine rebounds? I know. Year? Just average fourteen and seven. He's always going to be the most athletic dude on the court. Yeah, I don't and know he, about always, but most of the time. He had a couple. Like yeah, he scored in. A, yeah, he scored in a variety of ways. Like he had one where he was kind of like he did like a one-footed turnaround jumper where. Yeah. They were NBA moves. Yeah. Step back jumpers. He had that. Then he had that driving, like, floater where he, like, flipped it underhanded, finger roll off the glass where he, like, jumped off the opposite foot. It looked kind of awkward, but it was super effective. Um, I I thought he was the best player on the floor on Saturday. He just looked... Like, he just looked like the best player on the Yeah, floor. and, like, those 12... Like, he was playing with a ton of energy, too. Like, the 12 rebounds. And I think we've said this before, like... Ochai's offense gets significantly better when he's doing things well on defense or like rebounding. Mm-hmm. Like it's like when he does something else where he's impacting the game, he plays better on offense, which is huge. So maybe he just needs to become the best rebounder and then he'll become the best scorer. So I was shocked when I saw he had twelve it didn't feel like he had twelve rebounds. Did you think it did? No, it really didn't seem like it to me. I mean he had a couple rebounds and layups, but other than that, I mean, I don't really notice that he had double figures. Yeah, I definitely didn't notice he had twelve. Yeah, no, it was. I I don't even think I heard that until 
on the radio after the game. Um, yeah, me too. I was listening to Four of six from three is huge. I wonder what he is shooting on the year. Let me pull that up real quick. All right, folks, we've got a new sponsor, and we love these guys. We worked with them last year. Tickets for less. They are a local Kansas City company. Are you looking for the best selection of KU basketball tickets this year? Because you should be. And if you are, you need to check out our friends over at Tickets for Less. They have the best tickets for every game, whether it's at Allen Fieldhouse, at the Sprint Center, or on the road. We just did that uh, giveaway for tickets to the game tomorrow. People loved it. Shout out to Tickets for Less. Always willing to give. Um, plus, with them, as an added bonus to our listeners, you can use promo code AIN'TNOSEATS5 at checkout for even more savings on your KU tickets. Unlike other sites, Tickets for Less does not charge taxes on service fees, meaning that the price you see is the price you pay. Get the best seats at the best price to see the Jayhawks now at ticketsforless.com. All right, and yes, Ochai shooting pulled up stats 36.6% on the year from three. Honestly, based off some stretches we've seen from him, I'd probably take that. Yeah, I don't hate it. I sure yeah. don't hate it. Um, that sounds really that's like closer to 30. Yeah. Well, at home, he's still shooting 28.6%. So, mm. tough. Makes me think he's going to have another big game against Milwaukee, but we'll see. Either way, uh, Ochai. Exactly. I think we say it every episode, but if he can be consistent the rest of the year, I mean, we, I don't see who's better than us, really. I mean, our point is one of the best. Our big man's dominant, and then you got potential lottery guy that can score in many ways he can defend and he can rebound i mean 12 rebounds is pretty incredible yeah he he's at 11 he averaging 11 now 11 three assists five which, boards which by the way 11 points from our third or fourth option is completely fine with me yeah, but he's got to yeah. be our third option, right? Like, Marcus Maybe. cannot I mean, be our third well, option. Marcus is really damn good at getting to the rim. <laughs> yeah. I think no. we sleep on that with Marcus. So, I actually, I wanted to bring this up. I heard an interesting question. I think Scott Chasen asked Bill today or yesterday or something. He was like, Bill, would you rather this team be down one, needing a, uh, needing a bucket, or – up one, up one, or yeah, something like that. I mean, it sounds absurd to not choose up one, but it was like, would you rather this team need a stop or go get a bucket? You get to choose. Which yeah. now I'm thinking about it, it's kind of absurd to not pick the one where you're winning. But let's right. just, yeah, let's just say, let's just say you desperately need overtime, and you either need to score to make it go to overtime, was it, or get a in stop? Yeah, maybe. Either way, the question was like, basically, Bill was like, yeah, I trust this team more to get a stop defensively right now than I do to go get a bucket, which I love that because we always see Bill, t Bill Self teams improve crazy on the offensive end as the season goes on. I feel like the offense just starts to click way more. Um, if the defense is already doing what it's doing and Bill's talking that highly of it, like, I don't know. I think this – I say it all the time. This team – I want to buy Final Four tickets. Like, I think we're going to go to the Final Four. Like, that's just how confident this team's defense makes me. Saturday, Colorado could not do anything. Like, couldn't do no. anything. They couldn't make shots. Now, granted, they missed some shots they probably normally make. But, like, a lot of it was just we, like we said, Tyler Bay couldn't get shots off. Like They shot 30%, 21 from three. Not good, Bob. <laughs> and like, it's just... well, This is our best defensive team since which year, you think? <sighs> 12, maybe? Is it? Or, I mean, feel like 12 is just dirty and gritty 
We've compared this team to the 2012 team a lot, but I know. But I, I feel like we're sleeping on that like Josh Jackson team. God, speaking That's, of him, yeah, I kind of thought about them earlier. I just feel like when it was kind of tough for Frank to play really good defense. I feel like just because he put so much energy on offense and was on the floor for 40 minutes. Yeah, but, and I don't think we. I ever mean, it's thought... been a while since we watched them. Yeah, I don't think we ever thought like Sfee was like a big time defender. Like I would think. I don't know. You just look at it up the line. Frank and Devon are probably fairly similar. Devonte versus Devonte versus Ochai. Probably go. Fuck, I don't. Yeah, I think that Marcus versus anybody is better. Yeah, I yeah. think this team's definitely better defensively than that team. So yeah, you probably go back to 2012. And at this point in the season, like where this team is at versus where the 2012 team is, we're so far ahead of them. So far. Yes, like that's similar. A lot of turnovers and a loss to Duke. Yeah, and then I mean, <laughs> let's hope we don't lose the UMKC at Sprint Center like that team did with uh, Davidson. Davidson, right? Yeah, after Steph Curry left. Yeah, how's that? I that feel game? like Bill's but... been like I feel like Bill's been like preaching defense to this team like yeah. all off season, and I think it's like part of that part of the team just being motivated. You know, like they talked about how motivated they'd be because of all the NCAA shit, but. I feel like Bill's just got them playing their ass off. Yeah, and I feel like Marcus has to just, like, make people. When you see a guy playing, doing something that well, making it, like, imagine being Marcus Garrett's teammate and he's getting a stop every freaking possession against the best player and you're looking at your guy who averages six points a game. Like, at that point, you have to be like, all right, well, if Marcus isn't going to give up buckets to this guy, I can't give up the buckets to this square. So I feel like it helps Ochai, it helps Devon. Like, I don't know. I love Marcus. I think Marcus is making everyone else better at defense because he's just so freaking good at it. So And defense doesn't, like, go through hot and cold streets. It's not no. like shooting. Look like, at Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> they don't defense, have off nights. Yeah. Well, defense will travel. Unless I bet on them. Well, I mean, that total is 16. Yeah, but, and they still only <laughs> gave up, what, 69? Yeah. Nice. But, no, I mean, defense will travel anywhere you go. So, I mean, even a neutral game, like, I feel fine yeah. messing it up. and Because even if, like, we're not playing well at all, it's still probably going to be close against Duke, who all of a sudden looks incredible again yeah. after the Stephen F. Austin loss. Why did you say that? I saw you say that about during the Virginia Tech game. I didn't watch any of that game. They won by, like, what, 12? Like yeah, Virginia but they, so they were down by, like, 10 early, and then they just they went on, like, yeah. a 30-2 to two run or something Yeah, at Vautech where they feel like they lose there a decent. They lost there last year. Yeah, yeah they struggled there. Yeah, and then, like, they killed Michigan State, who I know is kind of stinky, but, like, you go into, you know – at Michigan State, like in a random non-con yeah, game, I mean, like that was they impressive. killed them. I yeah, just feel like it was if kind Duke's of a offense, call. if Duke's offense like clicks, yeah. they'll be really good. But my point is, is like we played awful that yeah. game, and yeah. it was still a one-possession game late. Yeah, like I mean, if that's what we're going to run into in March, like we're always going to have a chance, regardless of if someone may be a little better than us yeah. or I don't know. Dude, and I'll trust Dot once we get to March. Anyone, Duke didn't really have anyone doing off against us. Like we kind of limited Jordan Carey. And then other than that, I mean, they had they hit some big shots late, but I feel like no one really went off against us in that game. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. We should have lost that game by 30 points if you just right. look at it. Like, we were so bad. So, yeah. and it, What kind of point? We're going to have a chance every single game. I know. Once it comes final five minutes, I guarantee we're going to be in every game. And there's just going to be some. Yeah, I don't I, see this team getting blown out. Right. No, and I think I might have said this last pod, but like, there's some game where our offense is just going to go bonkers against a good team. Mm-hmm. I think I compared it to the 2012 when we went into Baylor and they tried to like zone us and we just Hailed stomped them. them. This team's going to have a game like that this year on the road in the Big 12 where our defense cl- is doing what it always does and then our offense just goes 
that Texas Insane. game in 2016 yes, where we yes. got up like 32 to 4. <laughs> yes, yeah. Jamari killed a guy. Like, I can't wait. Like the when Purdue Bills, game when we won by 50. That team, we're sleeping on that. That team was pretty good Very defensively. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I I think we, we said it. Defense is good. Where, where do you guys see – is Villanova our only other potential non-con loss? I, mean, I guess Stanford. Stanford is, you've said Stanford. It just feels like a sleeper game and – I don't know. Yeah, uh, but Villanova to me it's the one before the holidays, and those always get yeah. us. But Arizona Stanford State yeah. right after the holiday too. Yeah, and but we, Bill like Self, if you're talking Bill Self bump, you got to hammer us against Stanford. But I don't know. The Villanova game just seems like the most no duh loss ever before the holidays yeah. on the road. I'm really gonna beat them though. Yeah, I hate them almost as much as anyone now, just because. <laughs> what they freaking did to us in the final four um and yeah the elite eight sucks too and last year it felt like i don't know that game was that game was so i don't remember anything about the game in allen fieldhouse last year yeah like was, udoka was hurt yeah. they were not good at all like it just didn't feel like a revenge game i feel like going in there and winning on the road would be more of like a revenge yeah. type win yeah. so 100%. do we know if that's at uh is that at the Sixers Arena or is it at their little tiny ass like actual home arena? Uh, they do that weird thing where they split it up half and half, and uh, I know it's it's gonna say it's a road game, but it doesn't say where it's at. I hope it's Sixers Arena. I don't know why. Let me check. But Maybe I mean, either way, Sixers schedule. Last time we uh we played there, we lost the old Temple Owls by six hundred and forty-seven <laughs> points. Good. <laughs> Which it? was also before the holiday. Yeah. So back exactly. to your point. Yes, that... we always lose before the holiday. Unless it's like a crappy like UNLV road game or something. We'll win those. But Yeah, it's at mm-hmm. Wells Fargo, so Sixers Arena at eleven AM. Good. Joel sitting courtside. Maybe. Probably playing on the road that day. Just <laughs> kidding. Um, isn't it wild that we have four games left and then we're in the conference play? It is pretty crazy. That yeah. seems not Jesus. real. Gets me going. I fucking love when conference play hits. We get two a week. Like they're both real games. Like, oh man, I'm getting juicious. Now I'm gonna ask this. This has nothing to do with the pod, but I just want to ask you guys. I don't want to forget. Why are we not going to Vegas for the first week in the NCAA tournament? Because you know my point on this. My point will stand strong that the tournament is better to watch in a living room where you can get your own snacks, get your own drinks, look like shit, smell really bad. You don't have to get to a sports book (laughs) at four in the morning to watch all the games. What do you mean? A sports book has every game on. Correct. So does my living room. Yeah, but like, and you have, and to, get not, you have to get there so early to get. Why? No, because there's don't. so many people there. But you can go. There's a ton of sports books, and there are a ton of people there for the tournament. Hmm, I'll have to research <laughs> that. I've got a friend that's going, and he's been talking about it, and it's got my juices flowing. And I've been wanting to ask you guys to go, and I figured I'd put a little pressure on you. And, I, uh, I'm a pod. strong no on that. I cannot believe that. It, it is it's just true. And the Sixers, you've uh, never done what? it. You've never done it. This is really weird. The Sixers play at home the same day we play Villanova. Oh, Joel is absolutely sitting courtside. They play that night. So. I'm triggered that AB just acted like me suggesting we do one of the funnest sports weekends Be- known to mankind as like a banana land idea. Because what are we going to do in Vegas for the NCAA tournament? Sit on a recliner chair or a chair and watch the games and bet on them? Yes. What are we going to do in my living room? When the NCAA tournament's going it's on, about but the you, experience. Yeah, you're in Vegas. <laughs> but that's not the point. You, yeah, it is. Why would I pay uh, like 250 bucks to stay there and 400 bucks to get there to do the same exact thing minus the environment in my own living room? I mean, but you can make that point about literally anything. Not really. Yeah. No. Going to any sporting event. 
that's not true. Yeah. Going to it? No. Why spend money on the tickets when I can just watch at home minus the environment? That's all you said, minus the environment. That's <laughs> <laughs> just not true. It, when I'm going on vacation somewhere, I don't want to just sit around and do nothing the whole time I'm there. But that's like, what Vegas is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No. You gamble it, and you sit there and you drink. Exactly my point. I can do that for a billion times cheaper in the comfort of my own recliner. It's just different. I mean, B turns on the same wavelength as but me. Like the, it's, and it's not just that you walk in at eight forty-five local, fifteen minutes before tip off the train and can sit down. I don't know if you're right on that. Like, I guarantee you. I've I don't heard think many people stories. are camping. It is Las Vegas. All <laughs> that is there to do is gamble. Yes, There's plenty exactly. of places to gamble. And when we tried to go for the Chiefs uh, Titans playoff game a couple years ago, we were sitting in like a movie a movie theater with one game on because the whole sports book was filled up. Hmm. And that's for a random wild card like, weekend play. Sounds like you went to a candy ass sports book. No, Westgate, the biggest one they got. <laughs> well, there's your problem. You went to the biggest one they got. Well, now you gave me shit for going to candy ass ones. <laughs> like, it's just, I'm telling you, it's not as easy. Just walk up ten minutes before and then just fucking whatever. We just got. I got. What, what about, I this? Do what about this? What if we went to Iowa for it? Four hours away. Went to one of their sports books. Not going to be as crowded, but you're still got the environment. You're betting. It's but is that environment three hours, good? It, I mean, it's got to be decent. It's a sport. This candy ass sports book. It's Iowa. They love basketball in Iowa, and they just boo the TV the entire time. Sure would. <laughs> Whatever. Um, We're I going s- to all the KU games, anyways. Yeah, that would be. I don't even know where the regional will be. Have we determined that yet? Uh, Midwest is Indy, and Ugh. South is Houston. Ugh. Yeah, but I Omaha for first back. round. So. What? I will never go back to Indy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I just want to go back. I love Omaha. Omaha, just, Omaha. we're there I mean, first round probably. Yeah, I, I, I've seen us in Omaha. We do well in Omaha. We beat Duke in Omaha, right? Was that, yeah, that yeah. was in Omaha. Yeah. yeah. Omaha just got good vibes. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Do we have anything else on the Colorado game? I feel like we've jumped around, but like, like we said, it wasn't an exciting game. It was a game that you just kind of left being like, all right, this team's fine. Nothing to worry about. We're going to be really good. We're yep. going to win the conference. We're going to be a one seed. Which? I will say that I think, obviously, that we're the best team in the country, but I definitely think we're the best team when Isaiah's on the floor. I just think we played really well. Yeah. It's just another element to our team. I could knock down the shooter, but, I mean, we don't really have a consistent shooter right now. But when he comes out, I mean, you got to guard him closely because if he's open, he's going to hit. Like, he's 13 of 28 from three this year. Yeah, I know, and I don't. I, I I I'm trying not to care that Bill keeps starting Dave over him. Like I get it, whatever. Just stick with what's working. But to me, like, what point do you start playing your best lineup for the majority minutes you can possibly play it? Don't like, you though? Like, I mean, isn't Isaiah still playing more than David? Probably. Like, and when it comes yeah, down to the end of the I game, that's, like that's the the five. Well, I, I've never put too much stock into starting lineups just because, like, yeah. That's true. I mean, Moss played 24 minutes. Dave played 15. Silvio played 11, which, God, man, I feel bad for Silvio. Yeah. 11 minutes, four fouls, two up, points. He's playing harder now. Yeah, only put up one field goal attempt. Tristan, Tristan, uh, he's just, like, so close to getting it. He's another guy. I know. I love him so much. It's I'm gonna, buying his stock early. <laughs> I know. We've said it, but he's just kind of like – He I had feel a like, nice rebound in the layup. <laughs> yeah, it, it was actually, like – it sounds lame, but like that was a big moment. Like crowd went nuts. Colorado called a timeout. We went up ten. Like I don't know. It's a big putback that kind of set the tone. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really want Tristan to get 
I keep waiting for him to have like that big breakout game, which he really hasn't yet, which he's definitely going to have it. It's just like, um, come on. We all see it coming. Just do it, damn it. But, yeah, Moss is super solid. Eight and three, three of five from the field, two of four. He's just good. He needs to play. And he's actually, I think our biggest concern with him is can he play defense? He's playing defense, right? Like, I And, I mean, is. with like yeah. what we said earlier, like all the guys we have on defense already – He's yeah. going to be guarding the other team's fifth best player. Yeah. So, like, at the end, I mean, yeah, we want him to look good playing defense, but, like, it's not like we're asking him to guard, you know, yeah. Halliburton for Iowa State. Yeah, he's going in every time. Yeah, he's just got such a beautiful shot. I love that he wears long sleeves. Yeah, he just looks so every swagged team, out. Every team just needs a guy like that that just wears long guard, long guard. Yeah. Um, uh, how about the ref show for the whole second? Dude, oh, my good call. I've never been so mad when at refs when up by that much dude the flop it was call every possession dude the flop call on ochai was horrible that was tough <laughs> what was the point he got wrecked it was a foul like and then they yeah. they could have just said all right whatever no call instead they said all right we're gonna fuck up the foul not call foul then we're gonna stop the game on the other guy. run across the court to tell bill it's a flop like they just did everything wrong like that and I mean, they called a pretty BS technical on Colorado. It was just like, literally, come on. Nobody nobody in the building wanted that to happen. Like, I didn't. I was just like, okay, that's annoying that we have to stop play. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. They had some they just. They waved off the refs like three times, the same ref. Yeah, they, what did they call? At one point I saw Bill, like, just point to a ref and say, that's bad call. That's a bad call. And I just love when Bill's just, like, serious as hell. Like, it's a bad call. Kind of like that Ole Miss fan that told Lane, uh, hey, get yourself a burner phone. <laughs> I love that video. I can't stop watching it. I love <laughs> I just love when people say things completely serious in a hilarious way, like Bill talking shit to refs about how bad they are at their job. So, I don't know. You got anything else on Colorado? No. Um, Thanks. We're the best team in the country. <laughs> I, Ohio State's pretty freaking. Ohio looking. State has beaten three different teams by thirty plus. Yeah, but the Car- rest of the country has three of those wins. <laughs> but Carolina sucks. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. But dude, I, I tweeted this: <laughs> Is this Carolina team going to kill Roy? Like we're taught, we're sucking KU off because of beating Colorado at Allen. We got to give Ohio State props for oh, going I mean, I to. Just mentioned Chapel they might Hill. be the best team in the country. They're, I'm just, um, yeah, State's they're, they're not good. Going to make this tournament. Mission State, they yeah. talk about stinking. Yeah, they they struggled, struggled with, with Rutgers. Rutgers. <laughs> Speak of the fucking. Like they're losing to Ohio State probably twice, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. Michigan State will figure it out. Come on, Ohio man. State. Will it's October. Is always 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 always. Just and Ohio State's definitely going to do that like good team early thing where they lose like three straight. They just have that written all over them. Yeah. Um, and Michigan State hasn't doesn't have a good win yet. Yeah, I know it's great, and they've had so many opportunities to have at least one good win, and they just can't do it. We get Ohio State, Kentucky the same day as KU Villanova, by the way. That's fun. One of that CBS I Classic. I won't leave my house that day. Can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. Um, all right. I will be in Chicago eating pizza. Oh, uh, New York style over deep dish. It's just such a while. I was so mad at you that night. And I you know you were are only so doing easy to trigger, dude. Me. Yeah. Me. Yeah. I mean, Jeff Goodman could put fucking anyone at number one and you're melting down. What do you mean? That's not me triggered at all. This is me triggered. <laughs> yeah, right. You telling me I'm triggered over Jeff Goodman's rankings is absurd. I just like to make fun of Jeff Goodman. 
I just like to make fun of mm. Jeff Goodman. The guy <laughs> has the funniest looking face. He doesn't know how to talk. His rankings make no sense. That's not me being triggered. It sounds like someone that's triggered right now. I'm triggered right now. Okay, but speaking of you, like all this conversation about who the best team in the country is, I do want to point one thing out. Ken Palm still has his number five. Um, yeah. Agree or disagree, I don't care. Michigan State's number four. <laughs> Dude, Ken Palm. It's still predictive at this point, so like whatever, but yeah. Stuff together. Well, it like it's it's not even about like it's just numbers. Like it does nothing. The, it says they got the number one offense in the country. Yeah, it has nothing to do with like ISO or anything. It's just freaking Kim Palm's algorithm is yep. absolutely just. How in the world could they have the number one offense? Yeah, I can't think of one. It's it's still predictive though right now because he doesn't want to base this all off of eight games or whatever. But yeah. Um. All right. Before we go, well, we got to do a little gambling on the upcoming game should we do that now and then give our like yeah, post football we got to give like maybe five minutes on football yeah or just like our grades and stuff like that but let's do gambling. Uh, we'll start quick. with the old gambling uh we didn't have any games last week because we were kind of late to it on colorado but we have two this week wisconsin milwaukee comes in tomorrow tonight when you're listening to this ku is minus 26 it's a big big number with a small total of 138 yeah, uh, both games. I mean, we should win both these games by 462 points. But um, <laughs> I'll let you guys lead it off because I, I don't know what uh, I'm going to go with. What was the spread? KU minus 26 against Milwaukee. <laughs> I'll go over and KU by 32. Okay. Okay. Um, Wisconsin-Milwaukee, they're 5-4, and four, so not very good. They lost to Western Michigan in a triple overtime thriller, 115 to 110. That means nothing. I just wanted to point that out. Wild game. Uh, they lost to Rice. They lost to George Washington. But you know what? I'm going to take Wisconsin-Milwaukee plus 26, but I'm going to take the over. Oh, just feels like someone's due to maybe hit some shots. Uh, no, just kidding. Dayton just hit every shot in the world. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to do it for, you know, being different than B-Turn. I will take Wisconsin-Milwaukee Wisconsin, plus 26 in the over 138. With we, we didn't do leading score. My leading score is Devon Dotson. You've gone Dotson every game. <laughs> I mean, it's called strategic. Yeah, Turner, do you want to go with a score? <laughs> I'll take big O-Chess. All right, I like it. Okay. Uh, I'll take KU and the under. Uh, kind of a small window for that, but here's some stats for you. Wisconsin-Milwaukee is... I hate the under when the Hawks score 100. That yeah. might still hit. Listen to this shit. Well, Wisconsin-Milwaukee is the <laughs> 280th ranked offense out of 350 teams. Uh, 284th in effective field goal, 310th in two-point percentage. They don't get to the free throw line. They get blocked all the time, block shots. Doak might have a triple-double. That's a hot take. Give me, like, plus 800 on that. Dope triple-double. Um, so, yeah, give me the under. <laughs> I love that bet. Yeah, give me the under, and uh, I'll take KU and give me uh, – I'll go Marcus again. I think I'm going to keep riding the Marcus train. It's going to happen it's one gonna game. It's going to happen One point. game this year yeah, it will happen. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think I'm a genius. They're kind of tall. They got 6'10", 6'9", 6'8", a couple other 6'8s and 6'7s, so – they're not um, tiny. It's not like Wa- or Monmouth or whoever it was. Do we have, do you have Mon- season tickets for Milwaukee? <laughs> no, I just do my research and make my picks off of what I what I have in front of me. The great Ken Pomeroy. I should though. 
Milwaukee's a fun city. Do we uh, do we have a UMKC line? Yeah, Ken Palm has us at minus 21 at the old Sprint Center. We play super well there uh, with a total of 133. UMKC kind of on the up this year. Not good, but they're better than they have been. Want to know who they who had you? Iowa State on the ropes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toad texted me, he's like... He said, Iowa State, LOL, is a four-point game. I think Iowa State went on a 24-0 run in the game. <laughs> well, uh, the old UMKC lost to Wisconsin-Milwaukee by nine. So, oh. with that being said, I will take KU minus – four. I hate that in the Sprint Center. But I will take <laughs> KU minus 21. We've won plenty of games there. Yeah, I know. It's just – but it's like always just such a – yeah, it's just a meh game. But I think we've talked about this team's going to be in a lot of meh games and we're going to win by a lot. So, yeah, I'll take KU minus 21. I will take my leading scorer in that game. I'm taking Marcus in that game. UMKC okay. game's a game where Marcus will have a good game. All right. B-turn. I will take – what was the over-under? 133. I'll take the under. I will take over again, and let me take – I'll take UMKC, actually, to cover. I'll win by 17. Um, do you want to pick the score first, A.B., or do you want me to? I'll pick a score because I feel really good about this. Uh, UMKC, well, thank God Ryan takes <laughs> UMKC is dead last in the country in, like, giving up free throws. Devon Dotson might shoot – 15 to 20 free throws that night. So well, I'm going to take I'm going to take Dodson. What an absurd stat to find. It's on Ken Palm. It's yeah, all well, right here. I need the password to Ken Palm. Okay. We'll figure it out. I'm going to take the under though and uh I'll take I'll take KU. Eh, mm, yeah, I think free throws. I mean, yeah, we'll go with we'll go with KU under and and Dotson for this one. All right. Let's go with Ouch again. Okay. Ouch, <laughs> ouch. You guys are really Riding Oach and Mark, and I guess I am too. <laughs> um, all right, let's wrap up. Little KU football. So the season wrapped up with an absolute disaster against Baylor. We're not going to talk a second about that game. 61 to 6. Nope, we're not going to talk a second about that game. But what I did want to talk about is where do we stand? What is your official grade on the Les Miles year one? Who wants to start? I mean, B-turn, you want to start? Do you want me to start? You guys can go. All right. I'll say I'm pretty I'm pretty confident with my answer. I think it is a very solid. Is there a right answer? I think it's yes. I think it's C plus. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say that. I think it's very average at a C-ish, but I'll give it a plus because I do. That sellout against K-State was huge. I don't think we saw that coming at all. Like, even though we only got three wins, the way we timed the wins, I liked. I liked winning. Boston College was one of the funnest football games we ever watched. Winning against Texas Tech after coming off the exciting Texas game was huge and helped lead to the sellout. Like The only way a sellout was happening is if we did compete like we did against Texas and then beat Texas Tech. So like I loved that. I think Deerman coming in helps him get him up from like a C- to a C or C+, even though, I don't know, I didn't love the final – game but uh yeah uh so i don't know i think three games i think before the year we all said okay if we win three games we met expectations four would be great two would be a disappointment we won three 
should have easily won four, maybe five. So could have lost a couple though. Yeah, true. So <laughs> I don't know. I'll say C plus. I'm happy with where we're at. I think Jeff Long said it pretty well. Do I wish we were further along? Yes. Am I happy with what happened? Sure. Like, yeah, we're fine. I think we're just kind of – it was a very, all right, yeah, makes sense that's how the season went because it's Kansas football and Les Miles isn't going to change things this quickly. So I'll give it a C plus and I like my answer. You're going to lock it in? Lock it in. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. Um, as far as, like, on the field, like, score-wise – uh, it was pretty similar to Beatty's last year as far as we'll compete for a few games. We won a conference game randomly on some weird kind of fluky butt fumble, you know, plucked field goal fumble yeah. kind of thing. Um, like you said, Boston College one is huge. I think there's more confidence going into the, like, this year, this upcoming year, or, like, ending this season just based off of it we is, have less miles as a coach. It Beerman is, had flashes. It's funny once play stops, we get so much more confident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like... Like, I don't know, like last year, uh, I feel like we competed in almost every game. Did we really get blown out at all last year? With Beatty? Yeah. I mean, Uh, we stuck with K-State. We Texas was a one-possession game. Oklahoma was kind of close. We put up 40 on Oklahoma, who ended up going to the playoff. Um, I mean, we beat TCU. We had some bad. Iowa State I can't was tough. Which one? Yeah, Iowa State was bad. We lost in the West Virginia game too last year. Yeah, West Virginia yeah. was really close, and they were really good that year. Jeez, <clears throat> so was it's Oklahoma like State close. Uh, I th- probably not. No, I, I don't think, think it Iowa was. State. Iowa State killed us too. I think. Yeah, but I mean, my my main point is like I get what you're saying. Yeah, like we competed in some games, we got blown out in some games. So like. Just if you look at all the scores in the schedule, probably pretty similar to Beatty's last year. Yeah. But then again, yeah. you factor in the fan base's excitement for every game except yep. really the Baylor game. Uh, Deerman is positive because it's we're, we know the potential of the offense if mm-hmm. we you know get another full year of that offense being implemented. And we said this team lost a lot from that Beatty team. Yeah. So. So. And I don't know. I mean, next year we'll still have Puka. So assuming. what? What was your grade? I didn't even give one, but give I, one. I think like a CC plus just based off of yeah. we didn't really improve, but we didn't go down further. But I yeah. think off the field as far as recruiting-wise so, goes, yeah, I mean. We're it, pretty much on the same yeah, page. Yeah, it was about what I expected, and hopefully these recruits keep coming in and actually get to campus. And uh, Yes. That's a big one. I think we're going to get some good news this weekend. B-turn, go ahead. Breaking. Yeah, my first thought on a grade was honestly a C plus as well. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's tough really to expect more than what we got this year. I mean, biggest crowd we've had in 10 years, and just even the excitement with the fans was, I mean, collectively bigger than what we've had probably over the last 10 years, honestly, too. Like, Yeah, like Twitter was just more the, vibrant, it felt like. People were more tuned into the games. Yeah, and then you have a, I mean, you have a show on ESPN that everyone yeah. talks about every week. And That's a good point. I don't like the booth. The booth slogan was really cool. There's those guys I mean, came up with that. Shout out to me. Yeah, A B was at that pep rally. That seemed like there's a lot of excitement. I feel like I don't know. I kind of want to ask you guys, like, what what would your grade? What would our grades be if we were like competed or even beat K State? Like, I feel like we just lost so much momentum off that. Beat K State, and I call it an A. Well, that's the thing is, like, (laughs) and I I said before the season, if we won two games this year, but won the in-state battle, so we could get the edge on recruiting and everything, 
I think that alone would be a success. But if we did two plus one versus K State to get three, I'd call it like a B plus. If we did three plus one versus K State, it's an automatic, a, maybe an A plus. Like and like four with a win over your in-state rival would have been insane. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like the like we've been saying, the way the season ended with getting absolutely shit pumped in three last four games. Yeah, but, I mean, Ryan touched on the. Ryan touched on the Texas Texas Tech stretch, and I mean, that was I can't so fun. Think of a better, a better two game stretch over the last decade, like since Mangino left. Like, yeah, there's arguably three of the best performances this program's seen in that span. Like mm-hmm. Austin College night was so fun. Like we hadn't won a Power Five road game in a <laughs> while. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, I mean this team. Definitely had just way more fun moments, even though they had some really bad moments, too. But, yeah. So, I think we're all pretty much in agreement. Nobody's melting down about year one, but nobody's, like, overly excited. We're just kind of like, all right, whatever. Less miles, less miles. Let's see what he can do. Big offseason. Big visits. Ashad was on campus this weekend. That would be huge. It sure was. It would be massive. Yes. Massive. Yes. Need a quarterback, though. Yep. Yes, Hopefully we do. Hopefully something's coming. And things. Well, there's a lot of linemen in town, too. I feel like that's – I mean, you see what K-State's done with their line. Like, they – Yeah. Just – that line's nasty. Full of seniors, a bunch of big boys. and that'd we, be, need, we need to protect Imagine Cooper. having, like, a line full of just nasty seniors. Yep. And we can just run on anyone. Need it, need Puka to be protected, need Ashad to be protected when he comes KU too. So and Felipe Franks when he comes Fingers KU. So. Crossed. <laughs> be a dream, I tell you. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all I got. You guys got anything else you want to add? I sure don't. B turn. Um, yeah, I don't have anything. Just excited for the rest of the season. I mean, for sure. Like I think we're all in agreement that we could beat anyone any night. So that's fun to think about. Yeah. Certainly better than not beating someone any night. Winning so. greater than losing, as <laughs> yes. I like to say after Chiefs games. <laughs> yes. Which, by the yeah. way, oh what boy. a win for the Charfs. Yeah. What a win, no controversy yeah. at all. Yeah. The well, thing, like, no. I'll, I'll get yeah. my rants off now because yeah. we right. dominated in every <laughs> facet of that game yesterday. Oh, God. So, the, like, even, like, I get the Patriots had points taken off the board. First of all, the fumble... Tyreek was there. Tyreek is making that tackle if they like don't blow that play dead and they don't score <laughs> a touchdown. See how fast he ran. Yeah, he's so fast. Like, they they did so that's not a touchdown. So save me with that bullshit. The other one, okay, Bill, how about you don't fucking use a challenge for a pass interference at the line of scrimmage and then give that keep a challenge in your pocket? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's bad. And for this all to come from the Patriots fans who have gotten calls <laughs> for decades. I mean, it just yeah, yeah it was happy. Couldn't have happened to a better group of people. God, exactly. Nice yeah. about it makes me feel better. And like, yeah. and I, like people will say it was a fluky one. We got lucky. Sure, there's a little bit of luck in it, but I think we're a lot better than them. They that looked was, horrible. Yeah, and, and like, like it was fluky. Pat didn't even play good. No, and he was kind of banged up. Like all their big plays, like they had like the running back pass. They had the flea flicker for yeah, a touchdown. Literally, it's all they did. They, they blocked a punt. <laughs> they had no offense. Yeah, like their bad. offense is bad. And I, I'm not gonna. I I tried this a few years ago, but I'm trying to hold back. I'm not gonna like just claim Tom Brady's dead and stinks. But he looks like he might stink. He. It's what he, I tweeted. I said I don't want to be the guy. Yeah, because but. I've tried it before. I've said that they stink. They're done. That was probably four years ago. They they and, legit have a decision to make on whether they want to bring him back next year. That's yeah. insane. And it's look, they should bring in Jameis. Oh boy, imagine how mad Bill would <laughs> I mean, get. Every all those ball picks. he threw, every ball he threw yesterday was underthrown. Like even that first drive, the touchdown so, pass, the flea flicker was underthrown. Yeah. 
It's kind of sad, but really yeah, not at really, all. No, why would it ever be sad? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like childhood ending kind Cause of. Because we're going to have to go there again. That, so. On that Kelsey phone, like how many times do you see that? Because I feel like I've complained so many times about how refs should just let plays go on. It's crazy, like, but they're just yeah. never going to learn. Okay, but the crazy thing is is the Jaguars would have gone to the Super Bowl two years ago <laughs> yeah, with the same shift. They would have let it go through. Like it, I know. They, and this is – I just – it makes me so mad. But uh, it made me really happy, too, because I was like, finally, you guys are on the other side of the shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, they the AFC Championship game. I'm yep. sure, I'll say this, completely unbiased, this is probably how K-State fans and Mizzou fans and Iowa State fans feel when KU has some calls go against them in basketball. For sure. So, And I've never thought refs, like, <laughs> genuinely said we need to make give the Patriots calls tonight. It's just... Good teams seem to benefit yeah. to a lot of calls. It's like what I've always said about KU. Refs don't say, do we get a lot of calls? Yes, but it's because we're like in every game. We're in big games. We're in big moments. Like So a and, lot of times yeah. people just notice you get the big calls because we're winning all the time. And I've always said this too. Like People will complain, and specifically about Allen Fieldhouse, because people claim that there's like some vibe in there where we just get a bunch of calls. And we do. Like We've gotten our fair share. But also, all of our games at home – are going to be a big Monday game or a primetime yeah, ESPN. Exactly. So all of those games are on national TV Yo. to where more eyeballs are going to be on it. And, of course, and more people are going to see them. If it's K-State and Texas – or that's a bad example. Uh, I don't know, Texas A&M versus, like, UConn or something. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know why I keep thinking of these teams that are kind of good. <laughs> but, like, you get my point. If it's yes. two random teams playing on a Wednesday evening, yes. no one but those two fan bases are watching, so no one's going to complain about the foul. TCU versus K-State. Good. No Perfect. one's watching. Exactly. Yes. Okay. So, like, you get my point, though. Yes. Like, but when it's KU and Villanova, people are going to watch. For sure. So, but that was – and it really yeah. – I have I love Jerome Boger. I love I love him. How would stop talking about him? Faustat. I mean he's the best. <laughs> and I, I literally look at football's dot com to see if we get him. And when I saw we had him that game, I was so excited. And then of course it turned into the main story that he was just I mean and it wasn't just favoring us. Like Pat got late hit out of bounds a couple times. There yeah. was like a phantom blindside the block blindside where we barely touched the guy. Yeah. Like there were calls on both ends. Now did they take points away for us? Maybe not. Maybe nope. they did, but still. It hurt that my favorite person live drone boger was at the at the the, the butt of it. all jokes. Yes. Uh but big win and we'll take it. A win is a win is a win. Yes. So win out. hopefully the Patriots lose one get it too. Yep. Alright. I think that's all we got. As always, thank you for listening. Stay tuned. Go follow Tickets for Less. They're our new sponsor. We love them. They're doing a lot of good things for you guys, giving giveaways, doing all that. Go follow them. Be ready for more giveaways. Because And while you're at I mean, go order some Bluetooth. Go do our other ads, too. But Tickets for Less, our new one. Go follow them. They're really good. They're a local company. That is all we got for this episode. Thank you for listening. And we will see you guys next week. Rock Chuck.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.